Welcome to the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back. I am Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Your Health Podcast. And we've Welcome. nailed it first time with the we sound. Did. Straight off the bat. What's that? Like, I'm hearing like a thumping sound. You're moving something, I think. I was moving. I was lowering my desk because you were too tall. It was like, dum, dum, dum. So, sorry for the <laughs> podcast listeners. And the, <laughs> sorry for last week's episode too. Kev Cody told me that the sound was a bit off towards the end. And that was my bad because, I don't know what, I, I hung up. I left instead of pausing the recording, so it fucked it up. So I promise I'll not do it this time. I feel like I'm really blending into the wall here. You look good. Yeah, you are actually blending into the wall quite a bit. So for the, the camel. For the anyway, anyway, YouTube uh, watchers, you're gonna notice. Thirty-one. We get thirty-one. We get thirty-one right. regular YouTube watchers. Anyway, blend in like camouflage. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, fa- it's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's going on? How are you? Good. I mean, today was good. <coughs> excuse me. Good. Today was a, uh, is an interesting day, so you know, very much on par for our, I think, our topic today, which is kind of revisiting mindsets and what does that mean and how do we get ourselves like into... We're only one minute in and we've told them. Usually we wait like well, 15 minutes of nonsense. I'm going right in. We're doing this. Okay, okay. I can talk forever on mindset. Come on. Okay. But, okay. but I'll just get in my day and then I'll get into the thing, how you're doing and all this good stuff like we normally okay, do. Okay. But, okay. Um, but this morning, you know, I looked at my calendar yesterday and, um, you know, I had a board meeting at nine and let me just get my calendar because like it's just one of those days where... You know, you, you literally have no time to do anything, including like pee or eat or anything to that effect. So if you want to tell the listeners, because this is obviously related to health and fitness. Yes. And we want to talk about your, your nutrient dense snacks that you're just eating. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I, I haven't had time to eat today. So I'm trying to get carbs and I'm trying to get protein. The only thing I really have available to me is, is I got my protein shake, which I'll be drinking for lunch. And I also just had some Pop-Tarts. So uh Health, I, health and fitness. That's my last hashtag. Hashtag pop tarts. Hashtag pop tarts. Hashtag we hack health. Four hundred four calories, literally all carbs. Um, so it's uh, it's you know obviously all simple carbohydrates, but uh, yeah, nutrient but, dense. Yeah, nutrient dense. Yeah, it's like eating a cake basically. But uh, uh, we got my protein in. So I had a protein shake this morning. Protein in. But my day today is just insane. You know, I got a, I had a board meeting at nine. I had um, a one on one with one of my leaders at ten. Um, you know, at 11.30, I had a call. So, like, it's been nonstop go, 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 go. I, I was able to fit in my spray tan uh, barely. So I literally got off my one call, walked in, got a spray tan. As I'm paying, I'm hopping onto the next call. And then I take that call to go home really quick to go get some clothes so that I can come back here to the office, do our podcast, and then right from there go on CNBC. Right when I get done with CNBC, I have a call with uh, a potential uh, partner for, for Trusted Sec and, and Binary. And then I have a uh, Black Hat DEF CON call with, with the team. And then I have a leadership meeting at 3. And then I have an interview at 4. And then I have a one-on-one with my developer at four uh, at 5. So uh, one of my lead devs got, uh, guys. So it's like my day from, from start to finish. Oh, and I forgot. I'm cutting my leadership meeting short because the painter for the office is coming in because we're doing this really cool mural. 
And so she's coming in at 4.30. So at 4, I have to cut the meeting short and then 4.30 go see. So it's like one of those days where you literally have no time to do anything, like use the bathroom, eat food, anything else. But guess what? Still got my workout on this morning. I saw that I had a 9 o'clock meeting. Normally, I go to Orange Theory from 8.15 to 9.15. Didn't have that luxury, so I woke my ass up at 5.30. Uh, did not like it. Was not happy about waking up at 5.30. But guess what? I went to bed early last night. I went to bed by 10.30 last night. Um, got some good sleep in. Woke up. Got my, my workout in. Felt amazing. Got a shower. Quick shower. Got my protein. And then uh, went to went to the office and started knocking out work. So, you know, we'll get onto the mindset piece here. But very happy that I still got my work out in. That was not going to be uh, something that I caved in or caved on. Uh, so I'm making the time for myself, making it regardless of how busy I am uh, and going to death. But everything else has been good. I'm leaving for Vegas tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, my wife is going with me, Aaron, my partner. Uh, so she'll be out there with me. We're offline together. Um, so we're going a little bit early. So Thursday, Friday, we're going to hang out uh, in Vegas and you know go do dinners with some friends and stuff like that. And then uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday kicks off the Black Hat training. And then um, we have uh, Wednesday, Thursday, like a lot of events planned. And then Friday we fly out uh, right before DEF CON. So I actually don't go to DEF CON anymore. Uh, it's not because I don't like DEF CON. DEF CON's amazing. I have some of the most fondest memories I ever possibly could. It's just spending 10 days away from your kids and then adding additional like four days onto that or three days onto that starts to get a bit excessive. And I've been going to Vegas for 17 years. I am exhausted on Vegas. So have fun at DEF CON, you folks. Your next generation of hackers. It's an amazing event. Uh, it's just, I'm getting too old for that shit. So, <laughs> so. well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say you have to go next year because I've decided I'm going next year. So if you go next year, I will go next year for sure. A couple of people have asked me on Twitter, am I going? I was like, I mean, I feel like I should be, but I'm not. So next week or next year, next year I'll go for sure. For sure. Yeah. How are you doing? How, how's it going? Mr. Calorie man. Oh, do you know what? So good. Really? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is actually an, an interesting topic and I, I sort of to totally tangent the subject. I was on a call on Monday, uh, a discovery call with a client and I was sort of talking about the process and I think it's funny because I'm sort of in the middle of the process myself in terms yeah. of like fat loss and whatever else. So I have like a, a, a real world perspective of doing it right now. And uh, it, it's kind of funny because, and I said this to you earlier on, you know, as the as the journey goes on and the quote unquote harder it gets in terms of more output from cardio, more output from put from steps, training's harder, less food, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, it should be getting harder, but it actually gets easier. And I guess this sort of again ties into the topic that, that we're going to talk about today in terms of mindset. But to me it gets easier because you you get more dialed in. And obviously as the weeks go on, you know, you get dialed into your habits and you sort of know what you have to do and you can add things on. But I think the the piece that makes it more manageable is the the direct results that you get week on week. So actually seeing that week on week. So it is maybe more challenging, but it's more rewarding. So I think there may be better words for it. So all in all, very good. I mean, as I said to you, you know, I have very specific orders from James um, for this month that he wants me, where he wants me to be within the month before I travel over to see you. Um, and I think even having that so specific, like I'm the, I'm the guy that wants to be best client you know i want to be top of the class i want to be yeah. i want to do i want to be told i've done a good job so yep. knowing that i can even give it a bit more in terms of okay right this is exactly where it wants me to be so he wants me to be in and around at 200 pounds i'm about 209 this morning so he wants me by the 27th to be at 200 pounds so it's nine pounds wow. between nine and so i know that's cool exactly. that he's giving you some very specific like 
hey, by this time. So that's going to create a competition. But knowing you, yeah. you know, you're you're like, fuck this. Or, pardon, yeah. pardon, the, pardon the language, Miss Mrs. Canning. Um, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going all in on this, and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm exactly. gonna go 199. It's it's like uh, <laughs> Maverick, where uh, and I don't want to ruin the movie for but he was doing like mock. 10, he's got to get to Mach 10 or else the whole program shuts down or whatever. He's like, so he gets to Mach 10 and he's like, and he keeps going a little bit forward and then he keeps going, he keeps going, and the whole plane explodes, you know, <laughs> like he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't die. Um, but, uh, but it's just like that type of, of situation where you're like, hey, I'm going to push myself and I'm going to overachieve, uh, you yeah. know, to go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I guess, you know, the flip side of that is knowing that there's a, not an end date, but there's a specific date that I have to work towards and then knowing that there'll be a bit of relief after that. So the idea after that will be, we'll do, two weeks in maintenance and my thought process behind that was I sent them a message on Monday saying obviously I'm coming over there I don't want to be super low calories because I'm definitely going to overeat because I mean I think it's impossible to travel to America and go to Nashville and I mean one hot chicken meal is going to is going to be all of my daily calories yeah. so I yeah. wanted to be in a state where I had a higher amount of calories but also like I had the energy to you know I'm also going to be coaching I'm going to be training and I don't want to be like week i need to be able to still be strong and like you know i need to be able to beat you at lifts and whatever else so i can't have you, not, you know, 40 40 yeah. pounds heavier than me and eating like three <laughs> times the amount of calories um so yeah it's cool having that and then knowing that there'll probably be like a month at maintenance after that um and some travel so it's it's a good sort of time frame thing and it's sort of it really focuses me um and, and allows me to really dial things in in terms of of where my calories are at and obviously you know my sort of go-to in times like this is is make sure that my fats are low and that gives me more food volume yeah. overall and i've obviously i've had the majority of my food i've planned out my dinner i think i'm probably coming in around 1670 calories for the day 240 grams of protein 130 ish grams of carbs and like 20 grams of fat and then me like i've ate well today i've taken photos of my food because i think it's a it's a good testament that you can actually still eat real food if yeah. you're just a bit of forward thinking. So all in all, it's going well. I've been doing cardio. I've been doing my steps. I also got up early yesterday and went to the gym in the morning time. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I was going, literally. I, I, was, you. I, well, I, I saw some of the posts like rise and shine early in the morning. I'm like, is that okay? <laughs> Something's so, wrong. Send, send, phone something's Hello? Wrong. send, send help. Send help. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the reason was, um, it was, it was again, like you said, it was the only time I had available to do it yesterday and I didn't want to miss it. I can't, I yeah. can't afford to miss it in terms of where I'm at with everything. So I got up, I went to the gym early. It was actually fine. I was able to do things. I just at earlier, I just pushed everything a bit forward. Um, but yeah, I, I you know the same idea. I got it done because that was the only window that I had. Sort of felt like the rest of the day. I was like, hmm, something I've forgotten something, but it wasn't, <laughs> I'd, I'd already done it. But yeah, all in all, like zero complaints. I feel good. As I texted you earlier on, I did shave my chest today. I don't know if I regret it or not. It's a strange feeling. It is. It is against my t-shirt. <laughs> I also shaved my chest this morning, so uh, we are chest, chest buddies at this point. So. <laughs> the reason that I did it as well, again, on recommendation of James, he's like, I want to see how lean you are, so we just had to get rid of everything. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's strange. I'm definitely colder, um, and the feeling of my T-shirt on my body is slightly different. So I know that over the past couple of weeks, we've done a lot of like beauty tips, and I'm probably going to we're gonna have to stop that because people are going to think it's getting a bit weird. But anyway, yeah, shave my chest this morning. Don't know if I regret it or not. Definitely, definitely do look leaner, though. Yeah, so it's it's funny you say that. Like I remember uh, the first time I had shaved my chest a few weeks ago to do the tanning thing, 
You're like, wow, I didn't realize how lean you were underneath. Yeah, all I dropped five percent body fat. <laughs> you wow, body fat due to the hair. I mean, everybody wonders like, why do people shave their chest? You know, it's literally you look leaner because you yeah. don't see you can see the profile of like your you know, your stomach and your chest and everything else. So it, it was it was interesting. I'm like, damn, I actually have like a chest and like. My kids always make fun of me. They're like, Dad, you're wearing your sweater. They can't make fun of me anymore. I'm like, I don't have a sweater anymore. You know, ha, ha, <laughs> jokes on you, kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I – um, we don't need to get into self-grooming tips, I guess, but I have this, like, you know, it's called the, the Manscaper. And yeah, I just yeah, use yeah, that yeah. To, to, to get most of the hair off, and then I use a straight razor to kind of take – everything else kind of down a notch as you go through to make sure it's like nice and smooth but uh i can imagine it's anytime i've done it before i've done it for a photo shoot and then i have just let it grow back so i can imagine like if i wanted to keep it like this it's a lot of maintenance yeah yeah it's, it's I mean, for that. well the I mean, that's why i have nice. a beard <laughs> what's nice with the manscaper is like you know you can use it to kind of keep the hair short it doesn't go all the way down to like you know what you do from like a straight razor but at okay, least keeps yeah, it yeah. like maintained i guess is the best okay, way of, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. pushing it uh aaron actually for my birthday got me uh, laser hair treatment removal um, nice. where they basically blast your so I'm going to do it underneath my neck and then the back of my hair uh, I'm definitely not doing my chest that's way too much uh, <laughs> uh, it's going it's to take like six years to get rid of the hair on there but, uh, <laughs> but uh, the back of my neck and underneath the, the neck where I don't have to worry about shaving like you know down here any morning like that so it basically stops the hair from regrowing um, in the future so uh, I'll be doing that shortly but here it's like real painful like it's like uh, I can't imagine I mean fucking yeah. lasers <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like killing my hair follicles doesn't sound like a lot of fun. But, on, uh, on my throat? Yeah, on you my just throat. Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Set, set me up for that. Might as well get a neck tattoo while I'm at it at the same time. So, you know. Anyway, I mean, we're here to talk about mindset. And I don't think uh, shaving our chest and, and her removal is, is a topic that a lot of people want to listen to. Good. Um, <laughs> so we want to talk about mindset today. And yeah. the reason being... It, well, a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it's important. Number two, I think it's good for us to revisit it. Number three, we had a conversation about Yuri's post about um, discipline wins over motivation. Um, yeah. And I think it, it's good to revisit. And there's a lot of things that I sort of probably take for granted that I have conversations with clients all the time in terms of like perspectives I can give them. And I think it's a, it's a good one to revisit. And I think it's cool for us to be like, yeah, discipline equals freedom and blah, 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 and talk about discipline over motivation and whatever else. But like, I think we may need to sort of go down the rabbit hole of what the fuck that actually means. Because yes, okay, discipline equals freedom, but what does that mean? Like, how can how can people take actionable tips away from this? What way is it going to benefit their lives? Like, you know, instead of us just talking about it, what is it that that you know they can take away from what we're actually doing and sort of tips that we do and why we talk about discipline and what the freedom actually means and what fucking mindset actually even means? Yeah, I think. Um when you relate all of the things that we talk about on this podcast, it really comes down to the foundation of mindset has to be there. If it is not there, your nutrition's not there. Your workout routine's not there. Your ability to live a healthier lifestyle is not there. So motivation is literally everything for us in life, not just you know from a healthy lifestyle perspective, but who we are as human beings. There's studies out there that show time and time again, as folks save their entire lives for retirement, as soon as they retire and they have no purpose and no motivation, they die an early death. And, you know, so we are, are, are creatures of motivation. Motivation drives us to be better. Motivation drives us to have some sort of purpose in our tribes to contribute to society or contribute to our group or con contribute to our family. Whether our motivation is for our family, whether our motivation is for our friends, whether our motivation is for our work, our lifestyle, 
those motivations uh, allow us to be who we are and to make us better. And I was listening to a, a, a Jocko motivation thing this morning. I was actually trying to get it into my button. It was like a four-minute thing, and it, 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 at the last minute, it, it aired out on me, so we're not going to be able to play a four-minute motivational thing. We can put it in the show notes, though. But I'm sure I could add it in. I can put yeah. it in there somewhere. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so, okay, so right now, you're going to listen to four minutes of Jocko. Right we'll here. be right back. Right back. So I'll hear people say, if you believe it, then you can achieve it. And the problem with that is they're leaving out the most important part of the equation. And that part is work, action, actually doing something. That's what you have to do to achieve anything. Yeah, you gotta believe it, but you better get the work done. So if you ever find yourself manipulating your language when you wanna give up on something, if you want to say it's because of this, because of that, because the uh, another reason why you're falling by the wayside, check yourself. You just might be quitting. Don't do it! A person's strengths are often their biggest weaknesses. And so that also means that their weaknesses can be their strengths. Me, I am weak. In all those ways that I listed, I am weak. But I don't accept that. I don't accept that I am what I am and that that is what I'm doomed to be. No, I don't accept that. I'm fighting. I'm always fighting, I'm struggling, and I'm scrapping, and I'm kicking and clawing at those weaknesses to change them, stop them. Some days I win. Some days I don't. But each and every day, I get back up. In my old job, when we were clearing buildings or clearing houses or moving down the street situations, especially as a leader, you gotta pay attention as your team approaches doors inside that building. And you gotta think about what is beyond that door. Is it a hallway? Is it a bedroom? Is it another section of the building that you didn't think about? Is there friendly forces behind that door? or are there any behind that door? And you can think about that for a second, but eventually what you have to do is you have to get in there. And as I used to tell the boys, bust that door! And I'll tell you the same thing today. Don't wait forever, don't plan forever. Bust that door, get in there. So easy to put things off. So easy to say, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Well, I want you to reprogram your brain and tell yourself that tomorrow is not a viable option. Tomorrow doesn't work. You do it today. You get it done today. That's what you do. And I move forward. With my fists clenched toward the battle, toward the struggle, 
and I fight with everything I've got to overcome those weaknesses and those shortfalls and those flaws. As I strive to be just a little bit better today than I was yesterday. What do you do? What are you supposed to do when you fall off the path like that? What action should you take? Sit there and dwell and think about it forever? No! When you fall off the path, what you do is you get right back on the path. But you still have to fight. And that's a good attitude to have, not just when you're checking into SEAL platoon. It's a good attitude to have in life, no matter what. Even if you're not going to win, you got to fight. Go get some! All right, it's been like 30 seconds, but for you, it's been four minutes. It's amazing how time works, time travel. Um, By the but, power of the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was really inspiring for me because, you know, you listen to, to Jocko talk, and he's talking about um, everybody has their strengths, which are also their greatest weaknesses. You know, Jocko is my, 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 my weakness is I'm weak. So how do I fix that? By getting stronger, right? Every day I'm trying to get stronger. Every day I'm pushing myself so I'm not weak. I'm, I'm making myself a better person so that I'm not this weak person that I used to be um, or that I am today because uh, I'm going to be stronger tomorrow. And Jocko's you know, whole discipline equals freedom really equates to what Yuri is seeing. And, and if you're not familiar with Yuri, Yuri uh, is a principal prime, uh, a PM manager at Microsoft. Uh, you can follow him at Yuri uh, Diogenes. Um, so Yuri, you... I'm sorry, Y-U-R-I-D-I-O-G-E-N-E-S. We should get him on the podcast. He's an incredible individual, super kind-hearted, and uh, always a great motivation there. He has his own Strong podcast as, as well. fuck. Oh, my gosh. So, so <laughs> I, I'm looking at his Twitter page right now, and he's, he's, he's doing a row of 140-pound uh, dumbbells right now. It's just like, dear God. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> – like, I'm like, I got the hundreds, you know. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not 140, bro. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, his comment was – Discipline beats out motivation, right? I'm sorry. Yes. So discipline beats out motivation. And <laughs> I think there's some, some truth to that and some truth to what motivation does for us. But discipline is those things that are finite in our lives that are immutable, things that we will not compromise on. Whether our discipline is, you know, a certain belief system that, you know, you will always help somebody else, right? So if you're on the side of the street and, and somebody's being mugged, are you going to be the type of person that goes and tries to help that person out or somebody's in the street that needs help. Are you going to help that person out or are you going to walk away? You know, those disciplines in our lives that allow us to do certain actions that are important to us. The issue that we run into in, in fitness and what we, you know, see as far as a pandemic around obesity and living healthier lifestyles is that, you know, we are consumed with being busy. We are consumed with high caloric foods that we've never had access to before um, in, in human civilization. Um, and all of these recipes create this, this, unhealthy lifestyle where we're dying earlier, you know, we're, 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 you know, let me rephrase that we're living longer, uh, in, you know, but on average, we're starting to die shorter, um, you know, at, at certain ages due to our complexity and health. So all of these equate to, uh, what we classify as uh, discipline and what we need to do from a discipline perspective. So a good example is, um, today, you know, I, I knew that I had a busy day. I know there was no chance that I was going to get my Orange Theory hit training in today um, unless I did it early in the morning. Uh, and so cause I got, my kids got stuff at night. I got stuff to do like by the time their classes end at night, there's no chance. The only opportunity I had today was at 530 in the morning. It was at 630. I woke up at 530. Got to get my pre-workout in and all that good stuff too. But, uh, uh, but, but if that wasn't an option, let's just say I, I couldn't do it, 
I would have did it the day before or I would have did it the day after. I don't compromise on my workout strategies. That is the dis discipline that I have and the promise I have to myself that it is, is not something that I will let myself go unless I'm suffering from an injury or unless it's just out of my control. And even even then. Even then, I'm pretty much doing it anyway, but yeah. just, just to be honest. For, for everybody else, if you're suffering from an injury, that's okay. Dave, <laughs> no, no. I think the, the way that I would sort of frame discipline is it's doing the shit that you said you were going to do regardless if you want to do it or not. Yeah. That's yeah. the easiest way that I can frame it because, you know, people talk about, and I, I've had messages in clients before, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm motivated now to do it. And you're like, brilliant. But what about whenever the motivation goes? What about when it's pitch black outside and it's pissing my rain or there's a thunderstorm or whatever? Like, you're not really going to be motivated to go and do whatever it is you need to do then. And that's where, where discipline needs to take over. And I think, you know, for me, the discipline, it doesn't need to be big tasks. And I actually... And I, I think I sort of touched on this before, and again, I had a conversation on Twitter recently, um, and they said, they were talking about motivation, and I said, discipline over motivation. And they were like, yeah, good point, but I don't have the discipline. And I think people try and see discipline as these big tasks. So yeah. even like you're saying, like, right, I'm going to start getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Like, fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that to me is too much of a big like if i'm a person yeah. who, right now who doesn't train and i decide okay from tomorrow i'm going to get up at 5 a.m and train five days a week i don't care who you are like that's a struggle like having the discipline to do that is a struggle so and again i've spoken about this recently in a, in the couple of past couple of past podcasts is for me i i start small and i start from the way that i speak to myself and it is the snack cupboard saying no to the snack cupboard saying no to my phone even the other day i did 30 minutes of cardio on the bike I got on I told myself I was going to do 10 minutes now I think by 51 episodes in everybody realizes I have a hatred for cardio um so I did yeah I did 10 minutes and I was like I'll do five more minutes did five more minutes I did that until I got the 30 minutes because I wanted to reframe or, or reinforce to myself that I'm in control here I'm in control of if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do it and even just yeah. before this podcast as a bit of a test for going into this topic, I was like, I'm gonna do five minutes cold shower. Now, it was cold <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but the reason that I wanted to do it was to see whether am I gonna be full of shit on this podcast, talking about mindset and discipline or whatever else, or do I have the ability to do these things? Like I haven't really done cold showers in a while, and I definitely have never done a cold shower that has been five minutes long, but I was like, right, I'm gonna try it out. Talk to myself, talk myself through it, Sounds the whole horrible. discipline. <laughs> yeah, it was. Talk myself through it and see whether I can come up with, okay, right, this is, you know, this is an actionable thing that you can take away and go and do. And I think, I guess for me, if I think about it now, there's a, a little bit of discipline and probably a little bit of stubbornness in there somewhere. But anyway, regardless of whatever you need to do, that I got it done. And I'm not saying go and take a five minute shower, but I'm saying start with small things, start with, you know, starting to believe the things that you said you're going to do. And I think one of the biggest things that people struggle with whenever they go into anything is they fail too many times before that they automatically think that they're going to fail. And if you go in with that mindset of I'm a failure at this thing, then a hundred percent that you're going to fail. So that's why we talk about mindset first, but I don't think it needs to be such a big task straight away. It's small things that you can say, okay, right, I'm going to do this and do it. I'm not going to do this and don't do it. And those wins and that narrative that you have for yourself is where the discipline starts. And then it starts to filter into everything else that you're doing in your day to day. Yeah. I mean, these things that we're talking about on the discipline side, you know, we've talked about this before on the podcast around uh, 
doing things over and over and over and over again from a repetition perspective uh, makes you more comfortable with what you're doing, allows you to learn and grow and to improve. Uh, you know, our minds are continuously trying to improve what we're doing so that we can be the best at what we can do. That's why, you know, when you look at things like athletes, they're, they're at the pinnacle of, of human performance and they're continuing to try to even go, uh, go above that. That's why it's like you look at, you know, like the bench warmers and the, uh, and the, and the NBA, you know, they're better than anybody else in basketball except the top 0.01% of the top in the basketball league, you know? So, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing what our bodies will do and how we're always continuously driving ourselves to try to be better. And, you know, that comes through discipline that comes from trying to incorporate these small tasks that eventually lead to big gains um, in your life. And it also means that we're starting to form habits and habits are some of the most challenging things, especially as we start to age for us to learn new habits. Our body actually fights us on that. You know, our body's like, hey, you know, we've already lived the way that we have. We're fine. Why do we need to make changes here? Things are good. Uh, why would I want to, you know, bring in this new habit? You're already too busy, body. Um, and you have to fight those. And you have to force your body to say, listen, it's time for me to make a change, you know, to make myself better, to enable you know, my DNA to be the best it possibly can to start to shave off the weight or try to get better at what I'm doing, um, you know, have more mental clarity and stuff like that. Um, and so these disciplines, having that mindset around your discipline, so that you can uh, go out, go out there and actually perform, uh, even when you don't feel like it, that's a accomplishment in itself. But each time you do that, it gets easier and easier and easier. And, and you know, Yuri's saying, you know, obviously from, you know, discipline beats motivation um, because of, you know, the, the ability for you to fight through that even when you're not motivated. There are many times when I'm in the gym where I'm not motivated. I don't want to be there. You know, whether I've had just a crummy day or I got a lot on my mind or I'm just too busy, but I'm there because it's my discipline to be there. I have to be there. There's no other choice. I don't have a choice. Like, I'm going. Body, I know you don't feel like it. Yesterday is a great example. My legs did not want to perform yesterday. Guess what? My legs performed yesterday, uh, and I made sure they did. They weren't happy. My, my body wasn't happy, but I did it anyway because it was the right thing for me to do because of that discipline. I wasn't injured. It just I wasn't feeling it that day. So the discipline side of things and, you know, kind of forcing yourself mentally to be prepared will eventually give you the motivation once you have the habits formed. And once you start to see progress, you know, when you start to see, hey, I'm feeling better, uh, stress is going down. I'm noticing, uh, you know, there was a, on the chat yesterday, and it's funny because I love the journey. I love seeing new folks coming into uh, the BC fam and them starting to experience the same type of journey that I did. And one of the posts was, oh, my God, I saw a new vein yesterday. And I'm like, that was me <laughs> oh, yeah. a year and a half ago. I'm like, hell yes. I love new veins. You know, my wife's like, that's so gross. I'm like, I love veins. More veins, the better. Um, I'm like, he's got a new vein. I'm so happy for you. That new vein is awesome. Like, you've never seen that vein before in your life, and you now got a new vein. Because that's, cause, cause that's the, the dedication you had to put yourself through that, to make yourself better. And it may sound stupid, but that's progress, right? That's progress. Seeing a vein in your bicep or seeing a vein in your, in your legs, that's amazing. That's a new thing that you've never experienced before because of the work that you're doing. Same thing for progress photos or, you know, uh, uh, images, you know, that you see of yourself. It starts to build 
with all that work that you do. And, you know, there were times where I would talk talking to Ben where I'd be so demotivated. I'm like, dude, I'm not making any progress. I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. And you're like, dude, look at, look at this photo and look at this photo. I'm like, shit. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like I'm, I'm an idiot. All right. I'm back, I'm back on it. I'm back on it. Right. So those, those, the, the ability to have progress and start to see that creates that motivation, but you have to really push yourself past that, that comfort zone of what you've been doing day in and day out and do not let yourself fail. Do not let yourself fail. Push through that failure and say, I don't have a choice. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make time to get my steps in. I'm going to make time to do some resistance training. I'm going to make time to log my food in my food book, or I'm going to make time for myself to get myself in a good spot. And those are the small things that lead to big changes. Now, again, you know, my routine is not going to be your routine. You know, everybody's routine is different of what you can do, how much time you want to afford, what you want to be like. You know, for me, I just want to keep getting as big as possible. That's my goal, as is, as is Ben's. Um, right I now, mean, I'm going in the opposite direction right now. Right now. I'm but sad, but I understand the bigger picture. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, and I will be, I will be going to Small Dave in, in you know, in next summer. So, um, but these are the things that that you know are our own goals that you should have established for yourself. And then keeping those in mind and changing those as necessary, but sticking with the same themes and concepts of discipline is immutable. Discipline is not something that I will allow myself to change. I am going to do this. I, I, I don't feel like today, this morning, waking up at 530, I hate the mornings. I'm getting up in the morning. I'm waking up. I saw you like the tweet. I was like, it's far too early. Something, yeah. Something's up. Something's up with the SOS. Yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. So I said, you okay? You okay? <laughs> but I mean, those. I think those are the, the key qualities that make us successful in this journey. And it's if you look at time and time again, you look at Goggins, you look at you know Jocko, you look at these motivational speakers. They'll equate it back to that discipline of doing things. And I think you know when I was in the military, uh, they would instill that discipline, but you didn't have a choice. Like you had somebody that was yelling at you and forcing you to go and do it, but they never really taught you the discipline of how to apply that in your real life. And I think that's where you see such a mixture of folks that come out of the service that are extremely overweight or obese uh, to those that take that mindset and they build on it and say, listen, the military established my discipline. I'm gonna keep rolling on it and learn to be able to teach myself that discipline versus somebody else having to do it. And I think that's the most important piece about all this is that it's not gonna come from anybody else. It's gotta come from you. You have to make that change. You have to do it. You have to force yourself to create those new habits. And then from there, start to reap the benefits of the rewards of progress. But we're not talking about changing your life. Listen, do not wake up at 5 a.m. every day when you hate the mornings and say, I'm going to go to the gym every single morning for three hours a day. I'm only going to eat you know, a grape and cut it into four pieces for my meals. And that's all I'm going to eat. And I'm going to starve myself. I'm going to do this. Do not do that small changes, you know, whether it's just getting steps in, you know, steps, what is it? 12,000 steps equates to like 800 additional calories a day that you're burning. You know, it's, it's those things that make a big difference, um, long-term in your body and things that you can sustain and start to build habits around to make yourself successful. Yeah. I think the, the main piece of that is if you decide tomorrow, I'm going to do this and it's too extravagant and it's elaborate, there's too much friction. And this is actually something that I've sort of changed the conversation in terms of the way that I have initial discovery calls with clients and the sort of way that I frame it back then. I think that they're, they're expecting me to have a program that they're going to fit into, but I'm very open and honest with it. I don't have a specific program 
the way that we do things is we find a baseline of where you're at and we start to build on that. Instead of me going, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds? Brilliant. We're going to train 14 times a week. You're going to eat a grape cut into four. Uh, all you're going to drink is water. Can't speak to your family and you just sleep in your head. Totally unrealistic and nobody's going to be able to fit in and nobody's going to be able to do it. So we need to look at a baseline and, and that's where it, not that it makes it easier, but it makes it more realistic and more manageable. And then what we do is when we start to see the veins, when we start to see the results, when we start to feel better, when we start to feel good, that's whenever then you want more. And then all of a sudden you can find the additional time and you can find the additional time to go and do steps or go and do extra cardio or go and get extra sessions in. And that's actually, I had a conversation with the, the We Hack Health group on Friday and Rob was saying that as he sort of progressed through the week's he's finding it a lot easier to manage the steps. And I think it just, got, again, comes over time. So, you know, it was a struggle at the start to hit 8,000, struggle to hit 10,000. But over time, we've gradually increased them by 1,000 here and there. And now it's like, it's actually quite easy to hit 12,000 steps. And it yeah. works at this job, you know, it, he, has to have, he has to actively go and do it. But it's that sort of like, it's easier to add, you know, 500 a week. And then over time, you're at 12,000, 13,000, whatever it is. Whereas if you're doing 6,000 today and I go right from tomorrow, you have to double that and do 12,000. It's hard because it's a lot of time and you're like, where do I find, where do I fit this in? And I think if we, if we sort of take it back to the discipline, motivation, mindset conversation, I think if we're honest, we, we need them all at some point because you yeah. need the mindset to actually change. You need the motivation to actually want to do it in the first place. And you need the discipline to continue to do it. So it's not like, so oh, it's I am. this love triangle of yeah. things that make, yeah. make it possible, right? Yeah, and I do think- And if one, of those, if one of those is failing though, the ability for the other one to kind of carry and, and pick up when it's needed. Yeah, yeah, and I think that they work quite well together. Like if you look at motivation, it's the definition of motivation is a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. So if you have a reason that you want to make change because you feel unhealthy, you feel overweight, you're not confident, you're comfortable in your body, you don't have the energy to run about after kids, whatever it is, that's your motivation to get started. But motivation will only last you so long. So the discipline to do it is what will carry you carry you on. And I think that the mindset piece comes after that. And we've talked about this before of strong body, strong mind, and whichever comes first, I don't know, but they definitely go hand in hand. And it's that feeling better, feeling stronger and feeling much more in, in control. And I think if we, if we talk about the the discipline thing and you talking about you know on the days where you maybe don't feel like it it may seem like a small thing to be like oh fuck it i'll not do it today or you know if it's a you know oh fuck it i'm just gonna eat this chocolate bar and go 500 calories over my calories whatever it's not the calories and it's not the the doing it it's the the again it's the narrative that you change you then change you then become oh i'm that person or you know uh i am the person who doesn't do the things that i said i was going to do so it's, it's almost more important to maintain that narrative and that belief and that way that you speak to yourself in terms of actually just going and getting it done versus the, the negative impact that it potentially would have on your, your progress overall. Yep, I fully agree with that. And, you know, I want to highlight somebody really quick that, you know, you can see kind of this. Is it me? Is it me? It's not you. It's not you. Fuck. Although you're, you're awesome. Next week. Um, maybe next week. Next week. Next week. But you can see, like... It's it's always interesting to see those that, you know, really struggle up front and then kind of give up, and then those that push through it because they have to or they want and they need to in their own mindset, and what happens after that. And so, uh, Amy SW underscore Sec, um, who has been using the WeHack Health uh, channel, 
you know, at first, you know, she was, you know, like, man, this sucks. I hate going to the gym, you know, I, I but I, I know I need to do it. And, you know, she was very motivational, as, you know, sharing her journey, uh, what she's been doing and everything else through it. And uh, it was uh, July 28th, so a few days ago. Sorry, it was July 25th, so last week. Um, she, she made a post, a tweet that said, not sure what switch has flicked in my head, but being healthy feels like a pleasure, not a chore at the moment. Weightlifting, power walking, eating properly. I am loving life in all bold letters. We hack health. And then her next post was on the 28th, and uh, it's her in the gym saying, back in my happy place, shoulders day, let's go. It's like that type of switch. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right? It's like that's so motivating, right? I think yeah. that's – I love seeing that because that's like, hey, you recognize that you need to make a change. You push through the suck because it does suck at first, right? And then your body's exactly- like – the, the way, and I, I have to always credit Jimmy on this, he had the conversation and I've used this time and time again on calls with people and in, in, in different conversations. He calls it the Valley of Sorrow. So it's like pushing past the Valley of Sorrow. He says, I'm out, te- I'm out the other side of the Valley of Sorrow. And what he means by that is when you start, you're motivated, you have this new plan that's going to fucking change your life. You're going to feel great. You're going to have more energy. You're going to lose weight. You're going to be the best person you ever have in your entire life. So you're doing all these things, you change everything, you eat better, you're training, you're busting your balls, doing cardio, you're doing steps, you're taking all these boxes. And it's like eight weeks in and you're like, I thought I would see more results. And you're like, I'm doing all this stuff. And it's like, it starts to get hard. And it's like, am I really doing the right thing? And you start to question yourself and you're like, fuck's sake, here we go again, blah, 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 blah. But you stay committed to it because you have the right support network. You're, you know, like you said, it's motivational seeing other people and stuff like that does motivate me because I'm like, okay, well, you know, if people on Twitter are using the hashtag we have health, like, you know, if we're here talking about it on the podcast, we need to be fucking doing it too. So that stuff does motivate me. So they stay motivated and then, you know, you get to whenever it is, 10, 12, 14 weeks, whatever it is, and you start to really, really, really feel better, really, really have more energy and really, really start to see the results. So you're at the other side of it and that's the switch. That's when it starts to feel good. And then that's whenever it becomes like, okay, right, how do I get more of this? Like this good feeling that I have I want it all the time. Like, what do I need to do? And then that's where it becomes potentially a little bit addictive. And this is something I sort of wanted to touch on before. Maybe yeah, like a bit it does. obsessive. Yeah. And I'm like, people often talk about being obsessed in a negative way. I'm like, if I'm obsessed with progress in getting stronger, getting leaner, getting healthier, getting fitter, surely that's a good thing to be obsessed about. No. You know, I, there, there was a. I think this is on the Joe, Joe Rogan podcast a number of, of years ago, but he. They, they had gone into the behavioral aspects around, um, you know, uh, around uh, what weightlifting does and how it is kind of a, a, an addiction in many ways, very similarly to drug addiction, alcohol addiction, other addictions in our lives. But, you know, the, the, I think it was, a, he was a, it was a professor, a doctor, you know, of, uh, it might have been Huberman actually on his podcast. I think it's pretty much, I think it's probably Huberman. Um, but, uh, you know, Andrew Huberman talked about um, how those addictions are positive ones that release dopamine, right? They give us the happy juice um, that allows our bodies to feel rewarded versus kind of the empty dopamine addictions that come from social media or likes or things like that that don't really fulfill us or have accomplishments. And he's like, you know, explaining that these, these habits that, that are formed you know, our bodies do fight them. And so if this was easy, by the way, everybody would do it, right? Everybody would be in shape. Everybody would feel great about themselves. 
but we have to break our cycle and it's not easy our, for as, 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 as amazing as our bodies are in so many different ways. Like they're incredible how complex they are, chemicals that we produce that change how we do things, how we activate our DNA structure, like all that stuff is so fascinating to me. But at the end of the day, for as complex as we are, our bodies are stupid in many cases. Like, why do I want to carry on 500 extra pounds of fat? What is that ever going to do? I'm not going to live enough for me to be able to even use that much amount of weight. Like, I think they just, they just, they haven't, our bodies haven't potentially caught up with the fact that we're not, you know, Neanderthals. We're not like hunter gatherers yeah. anymore. They just right. aren't up to speed. And I think, you know, the, the addiction pieces. I mean, it's, I've been open before in terms of like the, the place that I was in before I started training and the fact that I potentially just went from one potential shit show of an addiction to another addiction that led me to here. You know, it's, it's, I have an addictive personality, which I guess you run a fine line with that. It can be a positive thing or a negative thing. And if you can just direct your addiction or your addictive personality in a good, in a good direction, you can make it a much more productive life for yourself and i think you know it, it does become addictive you know why would you not be addicted to uh, feeling good and i think you know to again to sort of go back to, to twitter i think it was yesterday you know yes okay we can get dopamine hits from social media blah 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 whatever but the 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 feeling that you get whenever you're making progress whether that's feeling stronger feeling fitter feeling better feeling more confident feeling more energy feeling leaner whatever it is the the feel good factor that you get from that is a direct representation of work that you have put in and nobody else can take that away from you nobody else can do it for you and nobody else can take the way that take away the effort that you've had to put in to get you to that place so again whether you see that as a positive positive whether you see this as a positive or negative if you look at yourself right now every decision that you have ever made has led you to this point of how you look and how you feel yep. which can be a good thing or a bad thing right. depending on where you're at and i think the thing about that is you're fully in control of changing that. And if you're not happy with it, you can change it as well. And to sort of go back to your point about it being easy, to me, it doesn't It doesn't have to be easy. It just needs to be fucking worth it. And I think it definitely is worth it whenever you feel, even, you know, now I hate cardio, yes. But do I feel good after it? Yes, it is definitely worth it. It is hard, especially whenever you're upstairs and you're in like, you know, the spur of edge, like, what the fuck am I doing? Really questioning life. I mean, it's not exciting in any way, shape or form. It's hard, but whenever you start to reap the rewards and feel benefits of it, then it's definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, for me, uh, when I work out, the sense of accomplishment that I have afterwards uh, has completely changed, right? You know, I feel accomplished for the day. I feel like I've done something. Um, but you're definitely like doing things that you have 100%. never done before. Yeah. Or never thought you would be able to achieve. Like that's literally what you're doing yeah. almost on a daily, if not weekly basis. You know, and that's why I think it's so, so great for uh, people to keep track of their weight, uh, of what they're lifting and things like that and creating kind of that internal competition with yourself. Like, you know, I had a goal of once I hit 40, I wanted to do a 605 pound deadlift. Now I didn't, didn't get it. I was close. It's like 575, no problem. 605 might as well have been 10,000 pounds, but you know, I, I'm so close to that, right? But that's 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 me pushing myself to get there. Like, I want to beat Dave of yesterday. You know, I want to beat Dave of today. Um, want to be wanna... 30, 39 year old Dave? Yeah, 39 year. I'm like 39 year old Dave, you're pretty cool, but 40 year old Dave just beats your ass. So, 
you know, um, and then 50 year old Dave just beat 40 year old Dave's ass. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm sure that at some point I have some sort of decline. But, uh, you know, I'll not yet, say, not yet, not yet, definitely not yet. Um, but, you know, it's those those things that you drive yourself to. Like today I was at Orange Theory this morning and, um, you know, I did you I win? Was, I, I 100 percent won. Yeah. This, so the, the imaginary I, I, competition. I've kind, of, I've kind of I've kind of chilled on the like competing with other people thing because like no and this is going to sound really egotistical and is not I meant this way but there's nobody that really is is close to beating me at that at that point in time now don't get me wrong there's a million people way better than me you know out there it just don't happen to be in that class okay um it, for for that specific thing so you know I don't really pay attention much but there was like this the, you know because I went to the earlier class there's new people there that I don't see all the time. And so uh, there was a guy to my left and you could tell he was staring at my screen. You know, I'm like, oh, it's on, you know? So, you know, I, I, I lit it up, right? You know, and, and destroyed him, of course, and everything that I did um, because that's what I had to do. I had to compete, you know, in my own head with that person because he wanted to beat me and I wasn't gonna let that happen. Now, could I have just chilled and just ran casually and been fine. Absolutely. That's what I told myself I was going to do when I first walked in. Obviously, it didn't happen. Um, but at the end of the day, those internal things that you kind of do to commit yourself, I don't have any ill will towards that person. Like I'm, like I'm like, if you beat me, that's awesome. That means that I need to go harder next time and push myself harder to get better so that I can beat you next time. And and, and then, then you can push harder to beat me next time. And it just is a cyclical effect of pushing each other to become better. So it's not a a competition sense that I, I dislike that person in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I respect that person and where, where that individual is at. But you'd at be pissed day, though if he beat you for a oh, bit for us. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah. I think the thing the thing about it is, and that again is an important piece to note because yes, okay, you know it's the you versus you in the mirror and whatever else. But if there's ways that you can sort of take from other people and allow them to motivate you and like sort of hacks that you have or tips that you have that sort of push you on that little bit further, like. Did you get a better workout today because you were trying to beat that guy? A hundred percent. Because if you just had went in and chilled as you were going to, then, you know, okay, yes, you would have had a good workout, but you wouldn't have pushed yourself as hard. And I think that that's a, that's a healthy competition, whether you knew he was in the competition or not, but it's good for you to have that. And it's good that you have that mindset of, if he had to beat you, that just drives you to yeah, be better again further. next time. Because people, Absolutely. some people will be like, oh, well, fuck him. And I don't, I actually have, have done this before with myself. Whenever I started my running career and I was going to run, I think it, I think it was two miles. I can't remember. I did it four times, and the reason I stopped was because on the fourth time I was slower. I was like, "Fuck that, I'm done." <laughs> so I did it the first time. The second time I was faster. The third time I was faster again. The fourth time I was slower. And I was like, "Fuck that, I'm done running. I'm done. not running ever nope. again. Never gonna do it." So that no. is not a good thing. But yeah. if you can take that to drive you a little bit further, a little bit faster, whatever it is. And I think that that's definitely a positive mindset to have. Listen, I mean, it's no different than what we do in cybersecurity. I mean, cybersecurity, you have to be driven. You have to be motivated. You have to have discipline um, in this in this organization, in this you know industry to uh, drive yourself forward and to establish yourself as a career. Just think about it in that same capacity of putting the amount of effort and time that you do into your career as you do for yourself as well. And it doesn't mean you need to be you know, be as much time as you invest in your career or your family or things of that effect, but some time that keeps you motivated. Now, it's funny because you look at things that, um, you know, for me in my career, I mean, if you look back at coming out of the Marines and everything else, the things that have made me successful are things that have made my hobbies. Uh, so cybersecurity was my hobby. 
bourbon was my hobby. Now, I didn't have an alcohol problem, but I like to collect bourbon. So I made that my hobby and understanding how bourbon was made and the science behind it and, you know, distilling and all this other stuff, right? I made it my hobby so I could be proficient at it because it's something I enjoyed doing. Same thing for lifting weights. Obviously, it's become my hobby. It's something that I'm a part of. It's something that I'm a group with. I, I have a tribe, uh, you know, of you folks here at We Hack Health and friends that are interested in the same things that I'm doing. We're all contributing to one another's success in that same type of tribe. So those types of things can help um, build these successes and you don't need to do it alone. You know, get a community like, you know, like the We Hack Health community, go on our Discord server and hop in and talk about your successes and have people give you immediate feedback saying, dude, you know, you know, whether you're a guy or girl or whatever, you know, like, congratulations, like, that is awesome. Like, you just hit a new PR. And, you know, I always get the thing like I, um, one of my employees uh, was asking about the equipment, if I would walk him through the equipment and stuff like that downstairs in the gym. And he's like, I can't do anywhere near you. I'm like, dude, it's nothing to do with what you, you can do compared to me. It's about you. Like, it's all about you. It's not a competition between you and I. It's about how much you can lift and can you lift more the next time or the time after that and making yourself better. It, like, don't compare yourself to anybody. I can't lift like Thor. I can't lift like Ben and back, you know, rack pulls. I can't do that. You know, so, you know, never compare yourself to another human being or individual where their progress is at. And it's also interesting too, like, I always look at people's body types and things like that. I'm like, man, I wish I had a body like that. Well, why? Like your body type, you can form to be what you want to be, you know, and, and yes, you're not going to be that small skinny build, you know, that, that came up that way or, you know, there's different build types, you know, based on how we are as humans. But at the end of the day, like make your body yourself of what you want to be uh, and, and go towards that goal. And I'll always be tweaking it. I'll always be making it better. Like I'll tell you today, you know, I got out of the shower. I'm just like, man, I'm fucking love how I look right now. I just, I like how I feel. I feel big. I feel strong. I look fit. That's all I ever wanted in life. Like, cause I've always been obese my entire life. Minus a little stint in the Marines where they forced you, you know, didn't give you food and they, they killed you basically. So, um, you know, other than that time, you know, my whole life has been, been filled with me being obese. But I, don't get me I wrong. Think... Like I was happy with myself. I love myself, you know, when I was obese, that's not, it's, you know, I, I like who I was. I like the old Dave. But I love the new Dave. Like that, that, the Dave that I am now is the Dave I always wanted to be back then or when I was a kid or anything else. I was like, I'll never be that. I can never be that. I just don't have it. It's my genes. I'm big boned. You know, uh, I'm just predisposed to this. I'm not going to take the effort. Man, if I, if I could have a time machine and just have young Dave in high school that's suffering from being obese and being picked on every single day in high school and all this other stuff you know, for that and just say, this is what you look like in the future. I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, things are going to be good. We're good. I'm good. A, po <laughs> a poster, print the shelf, a poster <laughs> of 40 year old Dave. <laughs> My dad comes in like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> but I think that, you know, that's, I think that that's a really important piece to note. And I think that this is, this is why you inspire so many people in terms of your progress, because there are a lot of people who, think the way that you thought that you'll never be able to do this. This is the way that I'm always going to be. I'm big boned, you know, genetics, whatever it is. And they, they see people even like me and they think, oh, you know, it's easy for you because you, you live in the gym. Like I used to get it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I still have my own fucking struggles. It's just maybe the yeah. opposite of yours. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, knowing that, that you have been able to shift your mindset and knowing now that you can actually walk out of the shower and think, fuck yeah, I look good. I think that, you know, that's so far gone or so far yeah. away from, from people's thought processes. 
And I think that if we take that right back, it comes right back to that, that change in mindset and it comes right back to starting to do things that you thought that you never could. So whether it's lifting weights, whether it's going for a run, whether it's steps and starting small with those things and then get into the, actually, do you know what? That thing I thought I couldn't do, I actually can do. Maybe I can do this thing. Maybe I can do this thing. Maybe I can do this thing. And then here we are and you're like, fuck yeah, I look good. And I think that that's sort of relates everything back to having the mindset, having motivation, having discipline and the three of them, them working together. But again, like I said, you know, I think there's a lot of people who listen who follow you on Twitter, who are trying to train, who are just like fucking hell overwhelmed with everything. And they just think, oh, they just, you know, I think it, it comes down to, and I've seen it before, I've had conversations before and they're like, they get so far, they're in this yo-yo or they do, you know, six months and then something happens and they fall back off and they're in this like eternal cycle for 10 years and whatever else. And it's like, not that much needs to change to keep you on the right path. And you just yeah. need to commit to it that little bit longer. And it's like the, the meme of the guy and there's there's two guys like digging a hole and it's like the guy stops just before he gets to the treasure and turns around and the one guy's just going and get it and that's exactly what it's like yeah. like you don't know yeah. how close you are to that flip of the switch or that feel good factor or whatever it is and it's just a case of get up get it done whether you enjoy it or not or whether you want to or not and i mean on the days that you don't want to continue to do it and if something does happen on a day that you can't get it done sure as fuck make sure that you get it done the next day and, and, and I don't want to, to sugarcoat this. This journey is hard. Like, it is yeah. not easy. But what in your life has been easy? Is life easy? No. You know, like, we go through ups and downs, deaths, plagues, you know, coronavirus, just shit all over our, you know, social society and how we interact as human beings. I mean, you know, we have these things that are, are tough parts in our life um, that are always difficult. And, and you know, nothing is, is typically handed to us. You know, you always get the the get rich quick schemes and things like that. It, it doesn't generally work. You know, everybody was going to be a Bitcoin millionaire and you got in super early. Maybe that's the case, but those small percentages for winning a lottery are very small. You know, like it's like winning the lottery, right? You know, but what, I think the, the thing about it is like, it's not worth it and you don't value it then if it were, if it were exactly easy and you were handed it or you were, you got it, you know, the, the here, um, I don't know if you follow see that bicep it. Beam right there. <laughs> oh yeah i mean you look good you're filming like that t-shirt nice thanks man um i don't know if you follow uh andrew tate he's a bit of a love hate i don't agree with everything he says but he says that you know basically long story short he's worked his ass off he bought a bugatti he was at a bugatti dinner and it was all like saudi princes and like oil money and whatever else and he could just tell that the you know they didn't appreciate even being there in the way that he did and it's because they they have never known a life yeah. without money and it's that same sort of thing like if you don't value it or you haven't worked hard for it or whatever it is then you're not going to get the same feeling of having it whether it is you know money whether it is a body whether it is a feel good factor whatever yeah and it's it's you know i look back at my journey and and while i say it was hard uh i've loved every minute of it because i'm starting you know like you you reap the benefits of the reward of the hard work that you put into things and you know i look back at where I was at to where I'm at now. And it's been a lot of work. I, I go to the gym all the time. I'm, you know, constantly tweaking my nutrition and food and optimizing my body. And figuring yeah. Out okay. Can we talk about the fucking taco Supremes? 
I'm hey. tweaking my nutrition. Last week I had five tacos supremes. Today I've had a pop so tart good. and protein yeah. shake. I mean, what yeah. way are you tweaking it? I'm still, I'm still, you know, it's just trying to get that food in, man. You know, as much as I possibly can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did have five ta- uh, soft taco supremes the other day. Fit it with my my macro counts. It was one of those days where like because you've got a million calories. I got a million day. calories going on right now. So I'm like, hey, five tacos, I can do that and eat dinner and eat ice cream. And I actually did have cold stone ice cream the other day with my kids. Uh, nice. Can we yeah, go there? Yeah. Like yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Really we, cool. they have this new one. It's uh, it was too much. Like I'm, I'm a big sweet guy. Like I, I don't like chocolate, and I don't really typically like sweets. But like cake, like cake uh, frosting is like my favorite thing. And so they had cake batter ice cream, which is really good, and they put frosting in it with sprinkles, whipped cream, and cookie dough, and yes. vanilla, um, vanilla uh, cake. And I ate that. I'm like, man, that's a lot of stuff like i'm just like this is too much but again i i got I, I got a small one of it you know fit in my macros for that for that day and i got to celebrate my birthday with my kids and and eat you know some you know fairly decent and then that the previous week obviously the five ta- soft taco supreme so you can still live your life you know again, and, again goals, I, right an important point to note and this is actually something that that i mentioned when we were chatting earlier on you know, people see events and social events and birthdays and barbecues and whatever as like this shit show that's going to throw them off or derail them. Right. If you change your perspective on that and see it as, right, okay, how do I manage this yeah. in terms of my week? You know, what do I need to do Bank calories, from whatever Monday do. Yeah. to Friday so that Saturday I can enjoy ice cream or go to a barbecue or eat yeah. out or whatever it is? It doesn't need to be this total shit show that you just fuck everything up on a Saturday and that's you off the rails for the next six months it's a part of life and it's something that we all, and even me, like I'm eating fucking yeah. 1600 calories a day and I can still manage. Like I'm having yeah. a, a party at my mom's house on Sunday and five, a guy came with a delivery today and it was five bottles of tequila. And I was like, mm, this is definitely going to get out of hand, but I can manage it. And I know, okay, Monday to Saturday, I really need to be on the ball. Sunday is going to be a potential shit show. Monday is going to be hilarious for anybody who has to get their check-in feedback but i know that i can manage it and i know what i need to do to sort of manage any sort of a social event and it's yep. a celebration it's something that you know we we do once a year we want to do once a year so am i going to miss it because my calories are low sure as fuck no i just need to manage the rest of the time around it that's right and that's what it's all about is is you know keeping consistency and that discipline around every aspect of your life but uh wrapping things up i think i uh this is one of my favorite podcasts to talk about because it literally is the building block and foundation of everything that makes you successful in life, not just fitness and everything else, having the discipline, motivation, uh, and your ability to push yourself above and beyond is what's going to make you successful in this and getting through the suck and going into when it starts to actually feel good, when you start to love it, when you start to, you know, cherish the time that you're there, you know, it's, it's my, it's my physical therapy. It's my way for myself to be me, to listen to good music and just jam out and push myself harder. I'm in my own ecosystem. I'm in my own comfort zone. Uh, there's nobody else around me. Or if I'm at a gym, you know, there's people with, with like-minded, you know, tribes that are around me in the same way. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a release, a stress release, the ability for me to continuously push myself better. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it just takes time to build those habits. But Really appreciate uh, everybody listening today. Uh, have fun in Vegas. This will be released on Wednesday, so everybody will be just either Tuesday. getting to Vegas or Tuesday. Tuesday. Sorry, yeah, Tuesday, and everybody just be getting to Vegas uh, or throughout there. I know, the, I know which days. I just got messed up. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, appreciate. Let's just check us out on We Hack Health on Twitter, Discord, uh, everything else. And uh, Ben, I don't have anything in closing to say, but uh, 
You gotta throw it off with a Jocko good. 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 No, I don't have anything to say. I think come hang out with us on Discord. I've seen that there has been a lot of people join over the past yeah. couple of weeks. Um, and it's cool to see a lot more people sharing the hashtag and joining in and sharing with people's successes and their wins and their struggles it. and everything. So get involved and I'll catch you in Vegas next year. See y'all later. Bye.